Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome, 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 welcome to this week's episode of the Overflow Podcast. This is Joaquin. And this is Jake. And we are glad that you're here with us today. We've got a few topics to talk about. We got, uh, you know, the passing of Billy Graham. We got some interesting, an interesting interview with uh, Benny Hinn that we uh, came across. And of course, Song of the Week. And this week's topic is friends. So uh, hey, thanks for joining us. As, we're, as always, you know, as we try new things and trying to figure out still what we're doing. We're glad you're here with us on this uh, journey. Boom, boom, boom. I would say. <laughs> so what up, Jay? What's good, son? What you been? What you been up to? What you been up to? Um, a lot of prayer. A lot of prayer. Yeah. Um, Why you been praying? Remember Blue Eyes? Yes. Yeah. So Blue Eyes has been. Uh, well, now she's in the hospital with uh, with her with the daughter, the baby. Um, it's really bad, like breathing problems, pneumonia. <clears throat> baby has came out with pneumonia, breathing problems. So. Anybody out there, you guys pray. Join me in praying for. Yeah, let's play for. Baby, play for. Pray baby for. Rosalie, for baby blue eyes. Baby blue eyes. All right, but um, yeah. Besides that, you know, we'll 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 get into it later with the passing of of Billy Graham. Right, it's been um, it's been kind of tough, right? And 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 again, like I did this whole video because, um. Hmm. You know, it's 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 a, uh, and I guess it's my legalism, of that, my being brought up legalistic. Right, right. It's it's like um. Hey, don't blame it on being brought up. It's your legalism. No, no, because I'm <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not legalist. That's the whole issue I had. Allegedly, up. but um, right. You know, it's it's like you 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 want to mourn the man of God, right? Right. right? There's there's a there's a a line, right? Where you mourn because you mourn the life. <clears throat> right? You you mourn the man. Even though we know that, you know, he was a man of God and right now he is he is sleeping, awaiting, right? Waiting for, for the time to to be risen. Um according to scripture, right? But um but you still you still mourn the life and you mourn the or you reflect on the impact that the man has had in your life but do you really i mean <clears throat> should you really mourn his life i would think i would think it'd be more you would more celebrate his life i mean you know i mean no i mean you mourn the life I, loss is what i'm saying I, right see i i don't i don't see it as a life lost the man was 99 years old he had health issues um, I, I think which you celebrate the life lived, you know, there's, yeah, I there's mean, no, you, now if he was like, you know, eight years old, <laughs> you know, it was Billy Graham, yeah, not Billy you, Graham. You know, it's, 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 then Bill yeah, that you, you, you know, you're more in the life, but you know, you're more in the life lost that, that wasn't, that well, didn't get know, a chance to grow. But is that for me, he's, he's had a tremendous I mean, impact on my life. 99 years. And a tremendous impact on, on me as far as ministry. Right, because 
between Billy Graham, like me growing up, it was I grew up under like R. W. Shanback. Uh, of course, Jimmy Swagger. My mom's still right. Like I run across Swagger. his records all the time. Right? <laughs> so when we I sh- when I go to my mom's house, right? Um, Billy Graham, right? You know, these are like you know, and, and DJ Avila, right? These are the people that have had ministerially that have had like an impact, like a personal impact on my life, right? Especially like I think I got to meet, well, not meet, see all of them, right? Personally. And meet two of them, right? So it was just like, like when I met G.J. Avila, I was really like an adult when um, when Theogami brought him to Atlanta. Right. Like I was an adult, and it was like, wow, I can't believe like I'm meeting this guy who, who I grew up listening to and watching, and like it's just it was bananas to me. So that's 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 why it made it made such an impact on me. No, I mean I'm not I'm not right. It's not about to me. That's like the way I see it. It's not about like you know. The, the you know like you know not reflecting on the impact i just the way i, I the way I, I see i don't know maybe it's just the way i see death this is like here's a you know he quit preaching uh when he was uh, what uh like in 09 i think is when he stopped preaching cuz he he just couldn't do it anymore physically oh and david wilkerson sorry david wilkerson so i to me it's like you know he passed away 99 years old he had parkinsons he had he had health issues, but you know, to me, when I think about Billy Graham, when I, you know, when I was told, when you told, when you sent the message, and I started getting the alerts on my phone, my news alerts, you know, uh, I was all I could think of was like, wow. Like first thing I thought was I remember seeing him uh, when when DC Talk did those uh, string of shows back in the '90s with him, right? Yeah, uh, at the at the uh, old um, the old football stadium here in Atlanta. Um, so that was a great. That was awesome for me. Right, cause cause my favorite group, <laughs> right, performed and and then you know, I I think every I think there's like there's just certain you know all of us as, as Christians we there's just certain like things there should be markers certain markers that we should just kind of experience you know, mm-hmm. uh, Billy Graham was one of those right <laughs> like big time like Correct. like revival old school type revival old school type right? revivals right um but with DC talk <laughs> so uh well and and when he made it up to New York. Um, there was no tent, right? Well, I mean, no tent, he did right? it at the dome. I mean, so but in New York, it was um, it was always Flushing Metal Park, figuratively speaking, right? And um, and dude, like, like you had to get there, and 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 it always fascinated me that this is Billy Graham, he's a man of God, right? And you had to get there early. You had to get there early to to claim a nice spot in the grass, right? right? But what fascinated me was the fistfights that would break out in New York was that unironically. Oh, stop, stop. Was the fact that um like there were a lot of non believers. Right. Right. A lot of non believers that would be also with their with their blankets out and their and their like coolers, like sitting there all day waiting to to hear Billy Graham. Like it's always like that always that always fascinated me. It's like how is it and for me, that was the one man, right? The one man who was able to do that, that I have seen, right? Now, right. it's not that other people haven't, but I can see. Or or, or do, yeah. I can but see, it's... like, where other people, like, their Christian families would bring their non-believing family members, right. right? But, like, this guy, Billy Graham, would have believers and non-believers alike 
parked at the uh, at parked at the park at the parked at the, the park, park, waiting all day to hit, to listen to him preach. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it, it's just, I mean, it was a it was a that was interesting. I mean, and I you know, but I, I mean, it, it was. But if you think about it though, like they, you know, they were always really good about about flooding the city uh, that they were going to be at. Yes. In preparation. Oh yeah. You know, and so and so they always laid the groundwork and. And it's you know Billy Graham. Even even if you were a non-believer, you knew who he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I remember seeing a uh, an interview he did with Woody Allen. Yeah. You know, um, uh, well, I didn't see it on TV. I saw a clip of it because we were too young, too young for <laughs> for that one. But um, you know, they were just it, cause it, it, the article was just talking about how he, you know, I mean, he would, you know, he was on Johnny Carson. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, saw, I saw a clip of that. I saw a clip of him, Woody Allen. You know, who's like agnostic and. And um, I read an article. It was just an interesting, you know. Uh, I read an article where uh, who does that? Where, you know, the civil rights movement was like mid to late sixties, right? And um, and since nineteen fifty three, right? He insisted all his his like, revivals were like he integrated. would get he would get in trouble because mm-hmm. he would. Like he would walk outside, like that's when he had the actual tents, and he would walk out and like pull on the rope that separated the blacks from the whites, and integrate everybody, and like he would get like like threats and all that. And I read somewhere else where, um, cause all right, so I read somewhere where somebody was calling out Billy Graham, right, for not speaking against the racism of the time, right, right. Meanwhile, you're like, oh yeah, everybody's celebrating or talking about Billy Graham dying, but you know Martin Luther King actually did something, whatever, right? And trying to cause like, like division, right or derision, right? And meanwhile, I'm like, like, dude, you got to stop with this nonsense, right? You got to stop. This is garbage. This is straight garbage. Because if you're gonna come out with if this, because it wasn't my buddy didn't write it, he like reposted someone else, right? Right? And I'm like. You know this picture, and, and and the funny thing is that they use a picture of Billy with Martin Luther King Jr. Right, and I'm like, dude, like they were close friends, right? They admired each other, right? When when Martin Luther King Jr. got arrested in New York City for for his civil rights marching, you know, against the racism, like it was Billy Graham who like left where he was, went down to the jail, and bailed him out, right, right, and took him back and made sure that he was fed and he was safe. Right, it's like, you, like this is garbage. This is yeah, like, do, you, do like, a little research. You, you really gotta, like, you gotta stop. And, be, and then I got on him, like, and before you repost, right, research yourself. Like, the internet is free, right? So, <laughs> everybody, you know, you yeah, always it's, you it's, find something to hate on. Well, yeah, it's because people think that if you don't, you know, if you don't, you know, if you if you don't overtly say something, then oh well, then you support it. You know, and it's like, well, you don't know what's going on behind behind the scenes, you know, like so it's it's always it's it's easy to you know, it's just easy to kinda it's easy to cast blame thinking that, you know, just because people don't it's easy to randomly talk. Well, I mean it's like, like oh, well, kinda like like kinda like us, right? We we don't you know, we try not to, to dive too much into into kind of real crazy political stuff. So people might, you know, so any anyone that might care might think, oh, well, these guys don't believe this, or these guys are against this, against that. Well, you don't really know. Well, you might know a little bit because we, we, we've <laughs> let we've let that mask slip a little sometimes. <laughs> I was about to say because there are times but, that we are very blatant. But um, 
But any anyway, maybe that's maybe that's why. No, anyway. <laughs> so yeah, so like to me, yeah, I mean, you know, Billy, it was it's just a I mean, he here's a guy who uh, it was funny because I, I had read that he um he accepted Christ after he had broken up with a girlfriend. Really? Yeah. That's when he was sixteen and that he wanted to um and uh you know he ended up going to Wheaton College and and he ended up being the, the pastor of a little Baptist church and this one met his wife and then just you know he got a uh he uh he, he had this friend who had a who had a uh, a radio program and he told Billy, Oh, we're gonna have to let it go, we're running out of funds. So he went to the church and the church was you know, and the church agreed to fund keep funding the the rate and he kept it the same name and he did this radio program for a couple of years and then just from, from there just kinda launched uh into uh, just this worldwide ministry. It, it what to me really the thing the, the the celebratory thing about Billy Graham is that there's <clears throat> a couple of things. Number one is that he he only had one, really one scandal, and that was uh, he was really good friends with Nixon, okay. and uh, he got recorded. And some recordings came out where him and Nixon were talking, and he kind of said some not some nice things about Jews, mm. and he. But Billy came out and he apologized. You know, he apologized right. for it profusely and and whatnot. But that's it. Like, understand, right? Sixty. He was married for sixty-four years. Ministry was about about a seventy years, right? Yeah. Uh, ain't nobody come out with uh, he my baby he my baby uh, he daddy. my baby daddy no love child right? <laughs> um, and nothing's ever come out that. That funds were mis misappropriated. Uh huh. You know, um, nothing's come out that he abused or berated anybody. You know, physically, sexually, or otherwise. And um, there are no monuments that he has built to himself. You know, um, yeah, he didn't build a like the Bakers, a holy a holy playland. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. And to me, I was talking to a guy at work who is not a, really a believer, and but he knew he was, and he was just like, even he was like, yeah, like there's not, there's, there's not one um, bad thing that's come out since his death, right? You know, now I did read, you know, I mean, his family, there were problems with his family, you know, he's had kids, several divorces, you know, he had a grandson, got. Uh, released from his church because of infidelities. Like, there's been all kinds of issues, and even his daughter has talked about some of the issues they had in their family. But mm -hmm. it was very because he was always traveling, yeah. you know, and his mom was always at home with the kids. And so th those are the, the problems that those things create. But even then, there's no, there's not this uh, kind of, you know, I hate my dad because he was always gone. You know, like that we that we sometimes we tend to get with yeah, yeah. with famous people. Yeah. You know, my dad was always gone and he was never around. And, and you know, like, and even that's a testimony even unto itself. You know, that even though his kids, yeah, he had a kid that was into God. He had a kid that was that was into drugs and and he and even he was like, you know, the home our home was all, all was always open to me. You know, um, you know, even in the midst of all my problems, and so. All those things are things I think to be admired. Um, I think to to maybe even to aspire to. Yeah, for real. Um, 
obviously not to have kids that are drug addicts, but to <laughs> but to be but to be open, you know, but to be the kind of family, the kind of family, uh, you know, that 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 allows your kids to come back to know that they can come to back. know that they can come back and that you you will help them you know that you that you will help them um unconditionally right i um i heard a non-believer say that um he grew up like in the times when billy was out and he was out younger and whatever and i understand you know the 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 thing that that he liked Listen. The reason why he liked listening to Billy Graham was because in those times there were a lot of people doing what he did, right? A lot of preachers, right. a lot of traveling evangelists. Whatever. Yeah, that was a big thing back but in the day. But they were, but like, way back in the like day, everybody, like everyone, was all fire and brimstone. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. And Billy was all about, you know, God loves you, and He loves you, and He, you know, Jesus, and, and, and He doesn't and, want you to go right? to hell. And Jesus died for you, <laughs> and He died so that you won't go to hell, right? Right. Not saying that hell isn't real. Hell is real, but Jesus died out of love for you so that you won't go there, right? So he was like, so he's like <laughs> his words were, you know, it's not that he didn't do the fire and brimstone stuff. I mean, he did the fire and brimstone, but he at least let us know that, you know, that God loved us enough to save us from that. From right? the fire so. and brimstone. <laughs> and, and then, you know, and then, and then just, I, I, you know, I guess the last thing really to say with, with Billy is... Uh, you know, the great Billy Graham. Uh, well, he's, he he was friends with Eisenhower, friends with Nixon. Uh, he was, um, you know, considered America's pastor. He he counseled um, after the Nixon thing is when he then really stepped away from um, politics. You know, he was he wasn't a partisan person. He he just didn't dive into those things. He didn't deal with those things because his calling was. To preach the gospel of Jesus. And that's the other thing. This man spent 70 years traveling the country, traveling the world. <clears throat> he was one of the first televangelists, or not, he wasn't a televangelist. He was one of the first evangelists. He embraced technology, right? He embraced technology as it came movies, right? Radio, all that stuff. Um, his message never changed. His message never changed, and I think I think that's something that, um, I think as, as you know, somebody who you know, um, you know, is gonna wants to start a church and is gonna start a church, or or anybody that, that says you know I want to preach. Oh, his message never changed, and millions upon millions upon millions of people accepted Jesus. There's a lesson in that. You know, we get so caught up, I think, a lot of times um, wanting to be, quote unquote, you know, as our favorite word, wanting to be relevant to the, you know, have a message that's relevant to the time or having a message that's, you know, um, uh, speaks to people where they're at, right? We've had those conversations. We've had those arguments, me, you, and Jews, right? We've had those, those conversations about, about messaging. I mean, and, and it's just, that's just how we are, right? We, just, we get into these conversations. It's not a, not a bad thing. But we have these conversations about, you know, oh, well, you know, but if you're speaking to this group, you got to speak to them. And if you're speaking to this other group, you got to speak, speak to them. You know, you got to do a youth message for youth. And, and Billy Graham peached, peached, preached the same message to youth and to adults, to the old and to the young. 
right? Yes, he did. To the sick and to the healthy. Like, it didn't matter. His message never changed, and, and people's lives were changed because of the message that he was preaching, right? Because of the power of the Holy Spirit is what calls. So I think, I think it's, it's, people that, it's people that speak. Even like, you know, we're talking about, you know, as, as you reach out to your New York people to see if we can line up a couple of things to head up there this summer, you know, and, and you get invited to speak. It's like, oh, it's real simple, right? Nothing else matters, right, unless people know Jesus. So if you're not preaching Jesus, how to survive through a tough time is irrelevant to the person <laughs> because they can't, they, can't, they can't make it through without Jesus, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I've said that before the few times I've been asked. I said, look, if you're not a believer, this message ain't for you, you know? And, you know, reflecting on that, I sh- if, if, if I have to say that, then I need to change my message. You got to change the message. You know? Because whatever message has to point people to Christ. You know? And, and it's not that I would never do that at the beginning anyway, because that's just, that's just who I am as a speaker. But reflecting on that is that, you know what, my message, I shouldn't have to do that at the beginning. To for the back, I just need to do that at the beginning <laughs> and just keep it and just keep doing that. So I, to me, that's that's the ultimate message. The ultimate thing we can pull out of out of his legacy is uh, the message. You know, we need we need not worry about speaking to someone um, where they're at, or we need not worry tailoring our the message to the audience, who it is. We just need to preach the message and trust that the Holy Spirit is going to touch and is going to call those people. Correct. That's it. That's it. So, This has been the Overflow Podcast. Thank you. We're done. That's it, man. (laughs) That's it. That's it. We're done. Beep. Uh, And so so speaking of the message being the message and not having to change the message (laughs) to be something different, uh, Jay, Jay sent this article uh, uh, to us, uh, to me and Angel, uh, earlier this week. Earlier this week, um, on relevant, relevant magazine. Relevant from magazine. relevant. Do you have it up? Yeah, I got it. I pulled it up. Um, so uh, in it, I don't even know where to start. Uh, so the the, the title is basically Benny Hinn says he's guilty of taking the prosperity gospel outside of what the Bible teaches. Everybody's neck, just that. <laughs> right? It's just like say what. Everybody's neck just that. <laughs> <laughs> Benny who? <laughs> Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn. So, so what struck you about this, Jay? What struck you about this? Um, Benny Hinn says he's guilty of taking the prosperity gospel <laughs> outside of what the Bible teaches. But that that article though, what what was <laughs> about that article though that I mean, because it was, you know, I mean, other than that, right? I mean, because I think he said he said some he said some very well what. Bold things for him to say, considering what, his what, ministry okay. for the last. What struck me about years. this was that was the the headline, right? Because <laughs> because growing up um, in the '90s, which was like the height of the prosperity gospel, I've always like hated it. Yeah, late Be- before, late, late '90s. Before I even knew that it was 2000s. called the prosperity gospel. Like I, I despised it. Like yeah. I, I couldn't stand it. And of all, <laughs> of all of the, of the prosperity evangelists, 
I dislike Benny Hinn the most. Right? I, I couldn't stand right. anything that came out of his mouth. Right. I mean, I mean, not to say like I I read and I liked his his book Good Morning Holy Spirit. Right? Um, but can't do that. Like I did not like whenever he opened his mouth to preach, like I did not like any message that came out of his mouth. Well, anything that he did for me, right. anything. Because then he would do the okay, so somebody that for somebody that grew up not really with the whole like Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, charismatic oh, thing. About it. And then seeing that uh, what and, he did was a magic show. And then what he would do with like waving his shirt or blowing like, on people. Waving or, his blazer and like thirty people will fall down. Yeah. Or, and then oh. and then and then have someone like you come to me, right? And say, oh, but the Holy... And I'm like, really? Like, that's Holy Spirit? Yeah. Like, this is my example. You know what's the worst part? You know what's the worst part? Well, I was... I never liked that. I always thought that was, like, ridiculous. The worst part is growing up in a Pentecostal church and having to be around all these... People that emulated it? Want to be Pentecostal <laughs> preachers that wanted to do what Benny Hinn did. Right? Getting water thrown at you. <laughs> Having somebody with garbage breath blow on you because he saw Benny Hinn do that. Yeah, you fell, but not because of the spirit. Because <laughs> of garlic knots he had before preaching. What have you on the garlic? I wish it was garlic knots. Like, I wish it was garlic knots. It was like he ate trash. Like, dude went outside in the New York City streets and dookie. ate garbage and came over and tried to blow on you because he saw Benny Hinn do that. Right? Or people with the with the with the push ministry, right? They want to grab it and want to oh, lay hands and on lay you hands on and want to yeah. want to push you. Yo, I think I've told you this. Like one time, one of those guys uh, came to the church. I went up for prayer. You know, I was like, oh, I need prayer, and he kept pushing me and pushing me. And he was like, oh, we gotta pray. This guy has a has a spirit of rebellion in him. <laughs> we gotta pray that <laughs> we gotta pray for it to be liberated. <laughs> And I was like, I don't have a spirit of rebellion, but if you push, if you push me one more time, I'm gonna punch you in your face. <laughs> yeah, it's... and Padre was like, Padre was like, go go pray for them. I'm, he's one of mine. I'll pray for him. I'll pray for him. <laughs> yeah. He came to me. He was like, let me just pray for you. He's like, stop. We'll, we'll we'll laugh about this later, right? But like Benny Hinn specifically, there was a time that yeah. I took I took mom to go see him at Madison Square Garden, right? And the minute he started. Whatever, like I got up and I walked out. I was like, "Mom, just right. I'll meet you. I'll meet you out. I'll meet you outside. I'll meet you downstairs when he's done." I was like, "I, I can't listen to this. I can't." It's like I can't listen to. It. I can't see it because he was doing all that. He took his blazer off. It was just, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It's um, yeah, and that, and that, and then for you know, so so that's from you know, then from the guy that you know would see that outside of that experience, and then being told, so that so then obviously right. So why wouldn't I be skeptical of? Anything people tell me is the move of the Holy Spirit, right? Because I've seen what is supposedly the move of the Holy Spirit, and that's a, that looks like craziness to me. Right. So I read it before I sent it to you guys. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, what I read it after you sent it. <laughs> what I what what made me want to send it to you was when he says, and I'm going to quote this right because this is a video that he did on Facebook Live. Right. It's an interview, right? But it's quoted. He said, "When I was younger, I was influenced by the preachers who taught whatever they taught." Right, so he was also one of those looking at other people and copying. Right? But as I've lived longer, I'm thinking, wait a minute. You know, this doesn't fit totally with the Bible, and it doesn't fit with reality. So what is prosperity? No lack. Like I've said this before. Right? It says, did Elijah the prophet have a car? No. Did he not even have a bicycle? He had no lack. Did Jesus drive a car or live in a mansion? No. He had 
no lack, right? How about the apostles? None lacked among them. Today, the idea is abundance and palatial homes and cars and bank accounts. The focus is wrong. It's so wrong, right? And and this is the guy. Yo, that's like I this dro- is, this I is the to guy who phone. who um of all the prosperity pre- preachers, he had like yeah the most yeah right. Like, well, he, was, he, he had, was up like, there because he had like the biggest house because Copeland right? Copeland doing pretty well too. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about Copeland, the, the king of the prosperity gospel, uh, right? But Benny Hinn, like like to hear Benny Hinn because he was. I mean, come on, Benny Hinn was that guy. Yeah, the dude was banking, right? He was that guy. And um to hear him say this, you know, man, there was this thing, there was a thing that my grandmother told me when I was younger. And she said um that the Lord would not allow any believer to be lost in a lie, right? Before calling them home. Okay. Right? Like she would always say this to me. Right? I don't I like I like I never knew why. Never understood right? it. But she would always say, you know, you know, a lot of people they they start they start with good intentions, and then just things just happen. But the Lord will never let them be lost in a lie before calling them home. So who knows if God is calling Benny Hinn home soon? But <laughs> but but the deal Ruh-roh! is the deal is that right to hit to see him now, and he says it like you know as I've lived more and I've experienced more. Like he's at his age, whatever age that is, like he's still learning and right. he's still like seeking God for for answers to all these things and rep- and and you can see repenting and right well it was interesting cause at the end of it you know the way kind of this thing ends on on the written portion is like Hin went on to say that he no longer flies private jets mm. dispel the rumors that he's worth 40 million <laughs> it's like only worth 35 he's only worth 39 <laughs> um and then this last and then this last line was it was kind of key right he goes oh, we, we all sadly make the mistake of thinking that well this is what God wants and God says no that's not what I want. It's time to live biblically. You know, it all comes down to one thing. Do we love Jesus? Yes or no. If we love Jesus, then it's all about Jesus. If we don't love Jesus, then it's about other things. Mm, that's a whole podcast to itself. Right. And so the idea, you know, it's like almost like he's like he's realized that, you know, Ooh, it's, I got that he, it's like he's realized that he's sold. All right. So, so we're going to Jay's going to mark this and it's going to be uh, a podcast coming up uh, <laughs> later. Um some other night. Um, it's like he. It's like he almost he realizes like you know I was selling other things, but I was but I was doing it as if it was from Jesus, because that was the thing with him, right? It was all about you know if you sow a seed of a dollar, you get a hundred dollars back. If you sow a thousand, you get ten thousand. If you whatever you know whatever the or the worst the market if, exchange. If all you have was. is five hundred dollars for your rent, sow it. That so God will bless God'll your sacrifice. Bless, yeah, and and so and so, just uh, to, to say, if we love Jesus, then it's all about. If we don't love Jesus, then it's about other things. And so, just think about that. If if uh, if you hear people preaching about other things, and it's not and it's and it's not about Jesus. So what is it? And it's that, not tied that, to that Jesus. The Bible say that from 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 the mouth, the mouth speaks the abundance of the heart. Right. So, if that's where you, if if what comes out of your mouth. It's other things, and that's where it's your like, heart uh, is. That's it's, where like, your desire it's like that is. church angel went to where, where remember, um, where he's told us before. I'm telling wait, you, wait, I'm telling you, your story, angel. Where he used to go to? Um, no, no, not that one. The one before that one. The one where we did the show, uh, where the 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 people came back and they were um, all of a sudden they started talking about like basically like that pyramid scheme marketing stuff. And yeah, I'm, he used to go. Wasn't he part of that no, church? 
Yeah, but it, but it's not the last one. It was the one no, before no, no, the last one. No, 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 no. But I'm one. saying the one. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, the yeah we did we did the show there. We was did uh, the, the show or something. or something like that with Punto Negro and all them all them dudes. Yeah, I remember that. And but he remember he, and afterwards like they went to something. He came. They came back and then all of a sudden they start talking like multi level marketing and and the response was what it wasn't. It was just like oh well you know Jesus doesn't want us to be poor or Jesus you know and it's like okay. So we know where the truth is. The truth, right? <laughs> we know the truth is not is not about Jesus not wanting you to be X Y Z. It's you not wanting to be poor, and you're using Jesus as kind of your cover for fulfilling those kind of wants and needs. And um, so that very, I don't know. It's very right. interesting. Right, but the Bible, you know, the Bible says. Um, but it's crazy because the, the 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 king of the prosperity guys is like it's about lack. Right, the Bible, no lack. The Lord's prayer, right? Give us this day our daily bread. Right. That's if if uh, anyway, whatever. That'll be for that podcast. <laughs> let's, let's right. Go. Our daily bread. <laughs> daily. Let, let's so go. don't buy groceries. Just get up in the morning and pray. Jesus, give us this day our daily bread. Our da- and, but but it's the day to day. And, it's, and it's hope. You, and and it's, open your door and see if there's a bread bag. It's the need that you. No, don't do it's, that. it's what don't you do need that. for the day. Right. Right. It's not the four hundred one k plan. It's what you need for the day. Right. Right. If you recognize God as your source. Then you right. acknowledge the fact that so, he will give you what you need. So you're going into that now? For your all right, stop. All right, let's go. I was I was making a joke oh. and then and then Jay just kinda of, you killed my joke. Thank you. Sorry. Jerk. I'm already putting myself in the pastor mode. That's, that's what it that's is. Why no one likes you. Um <laughs> all right, so so uh for today, for this week, um all right, so we're just gonna j- jump into this week's song. Um uh this is uh uh it's called El Compadre EP. Right. By Families Force Five or their FF Five now. It's still Family Force so, Five. Whatever's. Uh I know we thought it was a dope little song. Uh this is this is gonna be on their EP, which comes out on Friday, March second. So um listen up. Hope you enjoy What's it. What's the name and, of the song? Oh, I, I didn't say the name of the song. The name of the song is This Is My Year. Dope. This is my year. <laughs>
right, all right. That was Family Force 5 with This Is My Year off their upcoming EP called El Compadre. It's it's so funny how um they they've been doing a lot of like things with like Spanish words or Spanish names. Yeah. Um Family Force 5, they're uh, mostly local. Right? Mostly yes. local from Georgia. I um had a, the opportunity to to meet and hang with them. Really cool guys. The brothers are awesome. Um, they actually let Junie not only hang out with them at Sunshine at Sunshine Festival, like hang out with them and just chill with them, but Teddy, which is their drummer, also like let Junie get up on stage while they were performing and just hang out. Oh, okay. Right. So, pretty cool guys. Pretty cool guys. <laughs> all right. So, um, all right. So now it's time for. Um, this week's topic. So, Teaching. Uh, so here we go. Open it up. totally went old school with that that was so dope i'm glad that you you see this is this is how in sync we are because i'm glad that you use that instead of the tv show theme song oh you know um when you said when i saw friends this was the song that that popped into my head immediately the other song that i could have used was the michael w smith friends are friends forever which which is funny because I thought that um, that you would, S- seeing seeing how like I I brought that into the teaching uh, at towards the end. Yeah. So, but and I didn't think about it, but if I remembered, because I know how much Junior loves that song, <laughs> and I say that sarcastically, <laughs> then I would have played that one, <laughs> just because it would be hilarious to have Junior text us. I'd be like, why? <laughs> So you should um, find them. So you can pull I, it up at the end. I find it play at the end. <laughs> Just for Junior, because we love you. Oh, right? So, you know, we, we, we're talking about friends. Yes. We're talking about friends, you know. Um, do you have any Do you have any friends? <laughs> I wonder sometimes. Right? The, <laughs> I, I, I do. But very, oh. very few, very few. Oh. And this is the thing, right? Be, um, like because, and and I say this in the study that I wrote, but... um. Like I, I don't like throwing that word around, like too right. loose. Like a lot of people just, oh, that's my friend, that's my friend, that's my friend, that's right. my friend. And the reason why I don't is because it's because of the Bible, right? right. <laughs> it's because of the Bible. It's not that the Bible tells you not to have a lot of friends, right? But, right. <laughs> but um, John fifteen thirteen says <laughs> that greater love has no one than this. Than to lay down his life for his friends. Oh, right. Oh, you know. And then I looked up the message translation, and it's put your life on the line for your friends. Yeah, that's a tough one. What? So, so you know, I've been real selective with with who I call my friends. It's like it's like, am I? Here's how you know. Here's how you know if you're my friend. If I'm willing to throw down with you (laughs) against somebody else and potentially get my my butt whooped. Am I willing to get my butt whooped with you? That lets you know I'm your friend. Yeah. 
Or this will also let you know if I'm your friend. If you put us in a situation where me whooping your butt might help us get out of that situation <laughs> and me not just throwing you to the lions, then you know we're friends also. <laughs> <laughs> that we ain't friends. Because there have been times that you just like push yourself in front of me. <laughs> I mean, push me in front of you. You're like, oh, snap it. You push me. Yeah, somebody, and, and you're so, real slick. You push me in front of you real slick. And I'm like, yo. What's hey, up with you, son? hey, somebody's got called out one one. Right, so if we're both knocked out. Nobody can call for help. <laughs> <Nobody>. <laughs> I'll let you use your New York City training, right? So while is, I while I uh, call nine one one, this is the deal, right? I I had a conversation with um with my son today. I spent the entire day with Junie. Oh, I'm sorry. And um, right, looking, he was he went to an open house for a school nice. that. That he's considering now that he's he graduates in a few months. Yikes! So he turns eighteen and he graduates in a few months. So anyway, yikes! So you were having a conversation about about friendships, right? Right, and um, and the conversation went a little something like this: hit it, hit it. No, it was um, I asked him, dude, like you know, of all your friends, like one specific friend I asked about, like what church do you go to, like. Do they does he does the what church does he go to? You know, does right. does he know God? Does he know he's like, Well, no, I don't think so. So okay, so like how long have you been friends with him? It's like oh, four years. It's like so so that means you're pretty good friends, right? He's like, Yeah. And I said, So doesn't it make you like a sucky friend if you don't speak to him about Jesus? Yeah. To like save him from hell? Yeah, it does. Right? <laughs> no, no. no when, I, I play Judy. When, yeah, no, when we when we have these conversations, he's actually oh, he enunciates. He's actually vocal. Yeah, right? it does. So, <laughs> like, he just he just stayed right, and he just like looked at me like, almost like 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 it was the first time he thought of it, right? And I'm like, well, quizzically, right? So yeah, confusing. So I I asked, you know, well, first of all, do you believe in hell, right? Because a lot of a lot of kids these days don't. Because even the demons believe in hell. Right. <laughs> and they shake, right? <clears throat> do you believe in hell? Like, on your own, do you believe what the Bible says about salvation and about Jesus and about hell? And he says, yes. I said, but on your right. own. Not because I'm your dad and I'm Pastor Jay and, you know, you've been a PK. Right. Like, on your own. On your own. Right? So he said, yes. Yes. It's like, okay, so. Love wins. So it's like, gotcha. don't you stop. <laughs> so, it's like, so don't you think <laughs> that um that as... As a friend, right, for all your friends, right, don't you think you'd be a better friend if you, I mean, even if you if you don't talk to them about Jesus, right, even if you don't evangelize, right, because, you know, you're like, oh, I'm not you, Dad, right? Even that, right? right? Invite them to church. Right? Invite them to church. Invite them to the house for the, at the next um, grill I'll and chill. i preach at them. Right? The next grill and chill where they'll be surrounded by a whole bunch of Christians, you know, you know, all of us, and you know, and, and we'll talk to them, like we'll, Joaquin. We'll, we'll or, send Michael to talk to him. Oh yeah, Joaquin or Michael or myself. Like, you know, we'll talk to them, right? I mean, I'll go old you, school fire and you, you can, you can at least, like, I mean, at least do that. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's like a good friend. And he just, like, he stayed quiet, like thinking about it. And he was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. I mean, I'm like, yeah, because you know, it would suck. Yeah, it, that's a, that's a thing that, um, it's funny though because I think. Uh, I mean that's a that's a realization I had my senior year about 
you know, um, I remember I had a conversation with this girl that I had liked at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to. I tried not to break so long ago. No. Um, but then we had this. We had this conversation where we realized, you know, she went to a different church, and, and she was like, "Oh, this time we didn't know," which is kind of telling because she was like, "We didn't know we were Christians. We didn't. I didn't know you were Christian. I didn't know you were Christian." Which kind of, which kind of, in high, right in forward sight. Now that I'm an old man, makes me go, hmm. So that's a that's a whole other thing. So right? how was I? You know, so, I mean, I wasn't a bad kid. <laughs> I was the I was the I'm the epitome of a good kid, right? But just, but I was just a good kid, right? And then, and then it was like, man, all these all these kids that we've we've known, you know, uh, four years of school. I you know it's funny because that that kind of makes if you if you think about it when you're at the end of high school yeah like Junie it kind of makes you go oh dang like um I really I really wasted I really wasted a lot of time Oppo- opportunities and opportunities and part of it is because I mean and and it you know and, and there's a lot of factors and I mean it's it's not about you know well you know it's, you're bad because you didn't do this or that but. You know, growing up, you know, I, you know, you want to be cool, you want to be liked, yes, you know, and and so uh, that all of us want that, and so you know, listen, we, I don't think we know ourselves enough sometimes, you know, enough, and we know we don't know our, ourselves enough, we don't have confidence enough in who we are, right, to not care if someone doesn't like me because I told them you need Jesus, um, and then you have to have a bit of a I bit of that, kind of that. You I, know, right? I, I think that um, it's a bit different here in the South, right? Because unlike like back home here, like everybody goes to church, right? Just about. Right. Or, or at least you went to VBS at some point. Right? Like just about everybody goes to church or a church. And um, a lot of these right. kids equate going to church right. with being a Christian. Right. Even though, even though, even though um, over the last, I think it's been the last 20 years, that like the unchurched people groups mm-hmm. here in the south have gotten bigger oh, larger really? yeah wow. i want to say 20 years I, I it could be could be a smaller amount or, sh- or larger amount but uh cuz remember um especially here in Atlanta and the metro area in Atlanta very few native born atlantans correct right uh if you look at here in like here where we live in this in the outside of the outside of the the perimeter what they call the perimeter um, how many people you know you'll run into just as many people that are not from the south that you do that are from you know so like, like where are you from Kennesaw like right here you like, know like you and I you and I right. <laughs> even though I, even though I grew up in Georgia so I, I am I'm a I'm a I fit in a weird I fit in a weird spot but um, like no, you, uh, you, you, at the gym where you, I go you were here young enough to Right. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm a, I'm a southerner. Yeah, you're a southerner. Well, I mean, I was born super. I always tell people I'm, I'm more southern than you. <laughs> I was born real way down south <laughs> in the Caribbean <laughs> south. Um, but like, uh, you know, like you'll run a person. Oh, where are you from? Kennesaw. Oh, okay. But then you'll run into like four other people that are from four different other places. You know. So yeah. So that's grown. Yeah. That's so true. so as as we develop friendships with people, I think that that we can't we can't assume anymore. I could assume when I was a kid, 1994, senior in high school, that probably 80% of the people I went to church school with had been to church at some time. 
Correct. At, at some time or another. Or at least a vacation Bible school. Yeah, at least a VBS for a week, right? right? Um, whereas for Juni, I would say that I would say maybe 40% of his classmates actually go to church. Yeah, so according either to him, either uh, either Christmas, either like the the, the Christmas the, the Christmas Easter uh, circuit, or you know their parents make them go every day. They, um, every week. No, he he said that that he doesn't think this guy does, but he's gonna he's, he's gonna bring him over. He's gonna. You should invite him to the new place y'all are going to. Yeah, that's the that's the plan. But um, this of course made me think of of the story in 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 Mark. Mark chapter two, yes. where um, of the five friends, right? Right. A lot of people always say four friends, but there were five of them. Right? <laughs> like even though, right? Right. The guy in the mat. Man, they never count the crippled guy, right? do they? Like, he was a, he was crippled, but but he was still he a was friend. He was still a friend. He was <laughs> right? like hanging out. Oh, we're gonna talk about the four friends. No, there were five friends, there right? Five. But um, uh, so true. I never thought about it. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Can't walk. I, I didn't think about it until I was putting this together. Yeah. He can't walk. He can't walk. <laughs> so he can't hang. And he, and he, so they still they still not counting him. Right, but um, right. You you we have the story on um, it's Mark Mark chapter two verses one through twelve, right? Where Jesus comes home, right? Uh, even at home, he has no peace. So he comes home, and people find out and hear that he's home. So they go visit him and they fill up his house and they fill up around his house just to hear him preach, right? Right. So he's there and he's preaching, whatever. And there's no backstory to to the five friends, but we can just assume that they know that Jesus is back. They know that, you know, that he's right. a great I mean, teacher right, and Jesus, the miracles and all that. Yeah, Jesus didn't need an advanced team. <laughs> he, not at all. Right, even though he, 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 he kind of had one. No, but... um. So four of the friends, they they devise this plan to bring their crippled friend over to Jesus. Right, right. And in the story, it says that they fought through the crowds and they couldn't get, get him into inside. The house. Yeah. Right. So they took him up to the roof. Now the thing is that we have to realize, you know, it's not that you know they they went inside and then they had to climb up the roof. In, in a lot of these homes, they had stairways leading up to the roof because. Well, the roofs were a lot of the and, roofs and, and were flat. a lot of the roofs were flat, and, and, you, and they you used, did things. You did things up on yeah, the roof. Yeah, they. I mean, even to this day, there are a lot of homes in that region that are like that. They go up to yeah, the roof. You got stairs outside. In the cool of the day, up, and grill, they'll have their tea grill or chill. whatever. Grill yeah. and chill up on the rooftop, right? So they brought the guy. They carried the mat up to the roof. At, up to the roof, and they yo, put, like, <laughs> like they broke a hole. Yo, they broke a Jesus hole in somebody's kid. house, man. <laughs> they broke a hole in his house, right? Yo, son. And 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 they lay <laughs> and and they they they, they lowered they, him. They, they lowered him down. Thanks. They lowered him down, and he had him sit or lay right in front of Jesus. Right, right. now. So so the question is. So this is now as 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 you as you're kind of breaking this down. I'm thinking to myself, did they poke a lot of little holes till they found like until they finally broke like, it? Oh, no, no. Until they were like, no, not there. Oh, here. This is this is where we gotta. This is where we gotta. But so people are sitting there. Also, they just feel like stuff falling <laughs> their head. <laughs> And they poked holes and they're looking. No, okay, no, 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 like, no, like two no, more feet up, right? No, right, 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 right there, right there. That's where Jesus is, right? You know, but that'll put thing, him right in front of Jesus. The thing with this though is, is the audacity and right and the courage of these four friends, right? Right, because 
you know, break it, somebody's it takes, break somebody's roof. You gotta, you know, they broke they broke this person's roof. Right, let me right? do it that to your house. Like, I go it to jail. It wasn't like you know Jesus stayed there, but it wasn't Jesus's home because he traveled a lot, right? Right. So most Correct. likely, Correct. So most likely, somebody just let him stay in their house. And now, I mean, yeah. And now they got yeah. they got the guy might, might have been the big, might have been the biggest house in town. So the the guy was like, yeah, you can use it for the meeting, uh-huh. but you got to get out of here after the meeting's over. Like, <laughs> right? Who knows? Right? Who knows? But these four guys went. Got a new Jesus skylight is there, and now they got a skylight, right? But the thing is that what what impacts me the most about this portion of the scripture is verse five, where right they lower the they lower the crippled friend down in front of Jesus. And Jesus sees all this, right? And because of the faith of the friends, right? It wasn't the crippled man's faith, right? right? It wasn't the crippled. The crippled guy was probably still thinking, you know, these guys are crazy. We about to go to jail, right? Something gonna happen, right? Maybe. But I mean, imagine the faith that his friends had to have to carry him, however far it was from. Right. From where yeah. they were, from his house to where Jesus was, fight through the crowds, carry him up the to stairs to the roof, break a hole, right, so, and, and then lower him down, right. Also, that Jesus would heal him. Would heal him, right? But the first thing that Jesus says is, "Your sins are forgiven." <gasps> what? Right. How dare you? Right. The Bible, the, the the scripture says, verse five says, and when Jesus saw. Their faith, when he saw the faith of the crippled guy's friends, he told to the crippled guy, son, your sins are forgiven. Right? So <laughs> because of the faith of his friends, this man's sins were forgiven and, <laughs> and he received the identity of being a son of God. Right? Because... Okay. Jesus could have just said, you know, your sins are forgiven, but he called him son. Okay. Right? He gave him his sonship, right? Son, your sins are forgiven. Right? So gave him gave him gave him an identity and forgave him his sins. Right? And then some things happened there with the Pharisees. Like, right. They're who like, does he well, think who he do you is? think you are? You can right? think of forgiving man's sins. sins. That's whack, right? yuck. And yuck. Jesus is like, well, is it easier for me to say your sins are forgiven or to say, you Get know, up rise up and walk? All right. right. So, so rise up and walk. Right. Rise up and walk. You want to see? Rise up and walk. Right. And he was healed. And he was healed. And this was all because these four friends right. had such a great faith that if they would only bring their crippled friend before Jesus, that he will be healed. Right. Healed. So because of their faith, the man was healed. His sins were forgiven, and he was given in a new identity in Christ. Right. If that, if you um. And now they had enough for the basketball team. <laughs> no, they need one more. No, five, five. You just need five. On the oh, yeah, court. you need five for a pickup game, right? <laughs> but the deal is, the deal is that, right? And and, and to to bring this into into now and to tie it into the conversation that I had with Junie, right? We all have friends, or we all have people that we hang with that are believers and right. non-believers. Correct. Right. And who knows if. Like it's it's not even stated if the if the crippled friend believed in Jesus, right, or believed in God, anything, right? Yeah. Nothing. All we know is that he was crippled and he wasn't right. 
he wasn't he he was a sinner with unforgiven sins and you know probably an identity issue right i mean yeah that's the thing and and what's interesting to me is i'm thinking about it because i mean we don't know you know we just know that his friends took him correct and we both i you know you could even i mean if you wanted to just look at it in a just a different way maybe maybe the, the 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 paralyzed man he heard about jesus yeah and he was like hey guys jesus is coming could you take me and his friends are like bet yeah we're down. Let's do it. Right. Oh, he, he going to heal you? Let's do it. Yeah, we heard about him. Uh, you know, same right. It's the same the same thing. It's it's, you know, I think that, uh, you know, it's if it's the paralyzed man that says, "Hey, can you guys take me?" Or if it's just the friends that go, "Hey, we're going to take you." It's the, the outcome is the same, right? And, and the fact and the fact of friendship is the same. Well, yeah, except you know? for the fact that like if the paralyzed man is the one with the idea. The friends could still have shut him down. Right. They, that's right. what I'm saying. They, yeah, they could know? have been like, "Come on, dude. That you know, you've been we've been we've known you for you know, 25 years. You've you been paralyzed you know, your whole life. This like, dude like, ain't gonna I, help you. You know, but sure, just like you said, we got like, you. Yes, we got it. Let's do this, right? And oh, right? stop eating, stop <laughs> eating so much, stop eating so much <laughs> lamb, right? No, but the deal, right? So right now, you know, like I said, we're surrounded by people. Yes. Right? There are people that we call friends that are believers and non-believers. And non-believers, right? yes. But if we are believers, right, how is how great is our faith and how is that affecting and impacting the people that we call friends? Correct. Right, because Scripture says it there, verse 5, that because of their faith, because of the faith of the paralytic's friends, he was healed and his sins were forgiven. Right. Right. So that means that... Because of our faith, God can be glorified, right, through the healing and the forgiving of sins of our friends. Right. It would right. It 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 leads it leads to um uh it can lead to their redemption. Yeah, it could. Yeah. Right, because <clears throat> right. We're going right, well, just, well, listen, just, that, just just scripture, right? That, we are the we are the light of the world. Right. Right. Um Statistics, they say that uh, most. They say I, I forget what the what the actual statistic was, but most people come to church not because they're driving and they're like, "Oh, there's church. I feel like I should go to church today." No, it's because someone because a friend invited them. Someone invited them to come. Most people accept Christ before the age of eighteen. Why? Because somebody invited them their friend invited them to the college group or invited them to church so so it, it, you know you can't you can't be lie of the world if you're not inviting people uh, really it's right. it's kind of how it goes down right i mean rah. um right cuz that's the thing right how is our faith in christ influencing our friends and it's not about beating them up over the head and shoulders with a bible unless or with they whatever it. right but how is our faith in Christ, influencing our friends. How is our friendship with unbelievers leading them to salvation? Right. Right? To their hurts being healed. Right? We have to remember that our faith in Christ is able to not only lead to our friends' sins being forgiven, but also to them being healed internally from whatever they're going through, whether it's a physical ailment or an emotional or spiritual ailment. Right? We are that key. Right? We are like the plug. We're the connection. Right? Right? So... As always, steps 
four right. I, got, well, it's I, like, got, I got four steps this time. Before you say the four steps, and we'll say this, and then you say the four steps, and we'll be done. Is 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 uh, Todd White, one of the Holy Ghost videos, um, Holy Spirit videos popped into my mind. Uh, remember, he's at the corn concert, and he prays for this guy's. I think it was his knee or his ankle, and the guy was like, "Well, I'm an atheist." Right. And, you know, he goes, "That's I fine. That. It's fine." He goes, and he prayed for him, and the man was healed. Mm-hmm. Well, was he healed because of the man's faith? No, he was healed because of Todd's because faith. Because of Todd's faith, right? And so that, and that, so you know, that goes with what you're saying is that, you know, we all we all have to accept by faith, but you have to have faith that God is going to do a great thing in in this person's life. You know, that's why the Bible tells us, you know, to always pray. For, you know, to pray. I knew a guy uh, who said his mom prayed for him for like 20 years before he came to know Christ. But when he finally hit that rock bottom, what did he remember? He remembered his mama prayed for him. That's right. So he That's remembered. Awesome. So he remembered he needed to. Uh, so he knew he knew he could reach out to Jesus. And and this guy was our. I mean, this is when I was a kid. That, this story stuck with me. So. That's awesome. Those are examples of that. Right. Steps. Blah. Number one step. Uno. Right. You have to make sure that your friends know that you belong to Jesus. Right. Because. God will be helpful. That's that's the main thing, right? Right. That's the main thing. They they. They need to know that you belong to Jesus. Right. You can't right. be like, yo, you need Jesus. <laughs> it's like, like you don't got you don't got Jesus. <laughs> like you need Jesus. I don't too. need Jesus, but you need some Jesus. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Doesn't so work that way. That, that's number one, right? And then number two is ask yourself. Like be honest with yourself and ask yourself, are my friendship are my friendships leading people to Christ or leading them away from Christ? Right? Because you know, the, the, the type of friend that you are will either lead people into, bring people into wanting the faith in God that you have. Right. Right? Because you're reflecting it so much. Or if you're not, because you're not showing them that, you know, that you're a believer in Christ, that you're a Christian, then why should they? Right. Right? What, I, what does that I, mean? Yeah, I would, even, I would even add an asterisk to that, like a little extra bullet point. And that would be, you know, are, are your friendships... Are your friendships leading you closer to Jesus or further away from Jesus? Because it also works in the reverse. You know, um, we 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 That's should we should be the ones to um, to positively you know positively influence be the influence our friends. Uh, but and even now, even as old men, this happens to us. I mean, it's just the truth, right? We 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 get influenced sometimes by uh, those those that that we're friends with that maybe aren't believers um and it's an easy thing to happen it yes. just you know it's not a young thing it's not an old thing it's just a human thing it's just, you know we get caught up right right and and but when you realize that that that's the question you know how do i handle this friendship do i need to pull back and maybe say look we can have lunch we can have dinner but up to a certain point, I can't hang out with you. You know, correct. It's it's kind of it's kind of like if you're dating a girl, you're like, look, at ten o'clock, I'm going home, and you're going home, <laughs> and we ain't hanging out because after ten is when when problems and babies are made. So, <laughs> so it's like going. You got to tell your buddy, like, yo, I have dinner, but we'll see the movie after the movie. You want to go with the club, knock yourself yeah, you're out on your own. I gotta go home. You want to go to the bar? See you tomorrow. That's on you. <laughs> right. So with that, you know, with 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 that yeah. example, right? Make sure. That your friends see that you have great faith in God at all times. Word, right? Because that's and, and, it's and, powerful, and it's it's super powerful. Not just for them to see it, 
but it's also super powerful for you to practice it. Right. right? Because sometimes, you know, again, I'm bringing up the old guy again, but, you know, Shanback had that song, Hallelujah Anyhow, right? So if your friends could see your great faith in God, good, bad, the 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 good looking or the ugly, then right. it'll 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 bring them close into wanting to know like who this God right. is that you serve and that you serve so faithfully. Right, especially in, especially in the bad, especially you know, especially the bad. Right, and number four, you know, work on being transparent in your faith walk, right, so that your friends can see this, and so that your friends can see God glorified in your life at all times. Right, and that, right. and that's the and that's the, the thing, right? Uh, uh, that fourth one is is an important one. You know, it's transparency. It's being transparent. It's being, uh, and being transparent. I think. I think we tend to. We tend to sometimes want to say like being transparent means to completely expose everything about yourself. Um, no, you know, not ne- You know, not necessarily. Uh, be, but being transparent is just being you. Just being you. Correct in your in your struggles, being you in your in your boo boos, being <laughs> you in your successes, um, so that people see like, yo, like in 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 the midst of this dude's troubles, you know, he's he pursues God. In the midst of his successes, he pursues God. Uh, right. In I the think, highs and the lows, in the highs, I think Nick Foles he still pursues God. Nick Foles, quarterback of the Eagles, you know, like he was he was out of football, or whatever, and he was. You know, he was just, but he was still just pursuing God and he was doing whatever. And then he got the opportunity. And when he got the opportunity to come back, play football, you know, as, as he's, he begins winning, when he comes in, wins the Super Bowl, what does he do? He continues to worship God and he continues mm-hmm. to like, you know, big up God. Like in, right. in, in the, so, you know, in, in the, for, for the guy that wanted to be a, a professional quarterback in the professional football league. You know, not being in the professional football league is a setback, especially at his age. He wasn't a in the old he wasn't man, a young buck anymore. You know, he he is a young man, relatively no, speaking. No, I'm saying for football. You know, and so and so, you know, he's out. He had success, and then he's out. And he could have been, you know, now most of us in any other aspect of our life would be like, Psh, I'm out, I'm out completely, I'm out with God, I'm out with everybody. Right, but, I'm he, done. This, but this dude was like, yo, still praying, still doing this. You know, he's talked to my man. I would, you know, do my prayer times, whatever, and then. You know, this happened, and I'm still doing and, my prayer and, times, whatever. That's the thing. That's being transparent. Transparent is being open with everyone just about who you are. It doesn't mean you share, like, your deepest, darkest sins that you've no, committed. No, not no. at all. But it's, I mean, it's not unless, that, unless you have to, unless right. the Holy Spirit it's, leads it's to that. Let people see that um, even as a believer, you're hurting, right? But you still have faith in God. Correct. Right? You still, Correct. You still wait on God, right? It's, it's funny how even, even other Christians can be surprised with the fact that you're struggling and you're going through something and that you maintained your faith. Right. Right? Because, I mean, that's, that's, that's like the ultimate thing, right? You know, well, when you're having a hard time, then, yeah, you know. It, check it's, out. It's, it's okay for you to check out as long as you come back. No. Hold yeah. on. And let yeah. them see that you're holding on, holding on. And so that, so anyways, as, as we, as to kind of wrap this up in a, Big messy bow. <laughs> um, it's like, look, you know, the guys in the story, they went out of their way to help their friend. You know, uh, so as much as they destroyed property to help their friend. 
all of us say all of us have friends, friendships, and uh, and friendships are all varying varying uh, levels, correct, and degrees, right. You know, I, I got you got your friend, your work friends. You might have lunch with them. That's that's as far as it goes. But they're still friends because you sp- you spend time with these people. Um, then you have your your ride or die friends, the ones that you'll push in front of danger so you can call nine one one, right? If that's what needs to happen. But in all of those things, in all of these relationships that we have in our lives, whether they're the you know like they say the friends that you can count on one hand. Mm. Which those you know those are the guys that are with you forever ever forever ever um or whether they're the friends that you can you know use all your fingers because you just know so many people the thing is that we have to be mindful of showing them jesus being jesus and influencing them for jesus to jesus you know by jesus i feel like that should have been added there to at all it, times at, at all times, times right <laughs> Um, and, and, and being the influence with your friends instead of allowing them to influence you, especially if they're not believers. Correct. You know, and even if they are believers, sometimes we have to be careful even with believer friends saying like, yo, that's not right. Yes, we do. And, and, and being a friend, remember, being a friend isn't allowing your friends to do whatever and being they'll be okay. But being a friend is also taking the risk of stepping in and saying, yo, God doesn't want that for you. Because you have to remember that, right? I do that, that to Jay all the time. That, that a friend's a friend, a friend's a friend forever. <laughs> if the Lord is the Lord of them, Amen. And a friend will not say never, because <laughs> the friendship never ends. That is so true. <laughs> that is so true. And with that, my friends, we are gonna end it. As always, my name is Joaquin. I'm still Jay, and this is the Overflow Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Remember to head on over to thisisoutcry.com for more content. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or Stitcher.